Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansburg, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Let us pray. Father, thanks a million for this opportunity to come before your infallible word. Speak to us and teach us according to your will and according to your purpose for our lives. In the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, minister to each and every one of us. Help us to understand your will and your purpose for our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You may be seated, please. Tonight, I want to continue on the series I'm sharing, going deeper and doing more. Okay? Now, why does God want to take us deeper? He wants to take us deeper so that we can do more. Amen. He wants to take us deeper so that we can do more. How deep you are in something determines how much you can do in the thing or how much you do in the thing. How much you commit yourself to it determines how much you do in it. That's why God wants you to go deeper. And when you go deeper, then you can do more. Amen. So I'm sharing on go go deeper with a mighty foundation. Go deeper with a mighty foundation or go deeper by building mighty foundations. Amen. Now, the foundation of a building determines the depth of or a founda- the foundation of a building determines how high the building can go. The strength of every building is in its foundation. Hallelujah. So Psalm 11 verse 3, the Bible says, If the foundation be destroyed, what can the righteous do? So without a good foundation, you cannot do anything. If the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? Without a good foundation, you can't do anything. And the deeper your foundation, the higher you go, the more you can do. Any building, you can tell by the, from the height of the building how deep the foundation is. The, the, the deeper the foundation, the taller the building. I said the deeper the foundation, the taller the building. Amen. The deeper the foundation, the taller. So if you see any building that is tall, you will see that the, the foundation is very deep. Somebody should Google for us. What's the, how deep is the foundation of the Burj Khalifa? The Burj Khalifa is the tallest building in the world. How deep is the foundation? Because they knew they wanted to go that high, I'm sure they dug a very deep foundation. You know, on, in the in the Burj Khalifa in Dubai, you'll be there one of these days. Portion of the Khalifa is in the it's in the clouds. Fifty? No, your phone is fault. You know what fifty is? 
know the foundation, how deep a foundation they dug. Yeah. You know, I was telling you about the Burj Khalifa. Now, the Burj Khalifa, when you are in the Burj Khalifa, the, the, the weather is different on different floors. Yeah, you can be having summer downstairs and winter upstairs. Or it's raining below and the, the sun is shining up. No, it's raining below, like it's raining, raining. Remember when you are in the aeroplane, when you are in the aeroplane and it's raining, you are above the rain, the rain is down. You, you, are, you are in the cloud. So the, the rain is under the clouds. Because the rain is the clouds letting down the water in them. Yeah, so you are above the rain. So you don't see, you won't sit in an airplane looking in the window and see rain is, unless you are coming down. So on the bed, on the bed, Khalifa, you can be at the floor. It's, the sun is shining. But those who are downstairs, it's raining on them. That's how high it is. But to have such a high building, I'm sure they dug a very deep foundation. Deep foundation. Deep. One what? One I don't think so. I don't think so. You let's go and find it properly. The deepest foundation is what? 120 meters. Yeah. So how deep you, you go in terms of your foundation determines how high the building can go. If not, your building will just fall down. Now, God also knows that he wants his children to do so much. So it's important that as God's children, as Christians, we build a very good foundation. So that our Christian life, when we start to do something for God, we don't wobble. In Exodus 32, Moses is in Exodus 31. Moses had gone to see God, and God had given him, he'd gone to wait on God, and God gave him the Ten Commandments. You see, now when Moses had gone, Moses went to Sinai to be with God for 40 days. When he went up, after a while, the children of Israel, Exodus 32, they said that, look, Moses has been there for too long. Please bring, 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 bring up the scripture. Moses has been up there for... And when the people saw that Moses delayed to come down out of the mount, the people gathered themselves together unto Aaron and said unto him, Up, make us gods which shall go before us. For as for this Moses, the man that brought us out of the land of Egypt, we wot not what is become of him. Now, the children of Israel, they were perhaps the most shallow group of people that ever existed in the, in the Bible. Look, they said Moses has been away for too long. So they, need, they, they, they have stopped serving God. They need, even they convinced themselves that it's Moses that brought them out of the land of Egypt, not God. No, no, not God. And he has come to abandon us. Many people without a deep foundation, they are, all their Christian life depends on their pastor. If your pastor is not there, your shepherd is not there, that's it, you are lost. It's like, it's Moses that brought, that's why in the Ten Commandments, the first law, the first law in the Ten, God reminds them that I brought you out of the land of Egypt. 
If you read the Ten Commandments, it tells you that, look, I am the Lord, the God, who brought you out of the... That's the introduction of the Ten Commandments. Who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the land of bondage? You shall have no other God except me. That's the first one. That's the first commandment. I am the Lord thy God. Oh, good. Which brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the land of bondage. Thou shalt have no other God. Before God had to tell, I brought you out of Egypt. Not Moses. Not Moses. He. I brought you out. Of, it's, like, it's like they believe, they believe that Moses brought them out. So when Moses delayed, he said, hey, 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 hey. no, 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 no. This Moses, we don't know what has happened to him. Wherever he has gone to. Make us another God. We need another God. They already, they've made Aaron their new priest find us another God to say. When people don't have a deep foundation in the Lord, or deep foundations, you always struggle with them in the church. Backslide a little, stay a little. Backslide a little, stay a little. Today I'm leaving the church, tomorrow I'm coming back to church. Today It's like common. It's one of a pastor's common woes. Every day, like when somebody calls you for a meeting, you always suspect that it's one of them. Very few is it that I've received a promotion. The Lord has lifted me up. They are coming to inform you that due to, sometimes even they don't inform you, just see that they have disappeared. The children of Israel were like that. Throughout the time that Moses was taking them to the promised land. One moment they are with God, tomorrow they want to return to Egypt. One moment they are following God, tomorrow they want to. Because of a very weak foundation. Weak foundation. This, this Moses... 40 days is too much. We can't. No, 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 no. I can't say. Some of you just want travel. You travel to Cape Town. That's it. When you open your eye, you don't see Pastor Spa backsliding. Yeah. Some of you, holidays. December is coming. Holidays that you are going. Holidays. Just holidays that you are going to go to. That's it. January, February, we have to witness to you again afresh. Some of you, one long weekend. One birthday party. Some of you, one funeral. One funeral. After tears, one memorial service, one memorial service, or one Thanksgiving service, one, mem- one, one family gathering. But from today, your foundation is going to be strong. Verse 2. Verse 2. And Aaron said unto them, Break off the golden earrings. Look at Aaron also. <laughs> Be careful who you choose as your assistant pastor. Pastor Shallow. He said, Break off thy golden earrings, which are in the ears of your wives and your sons and your daughters, and bring them unto me. Next one. And all the people broke off the golden earrings which were on their ears and brought them unto Aaron. Verse 4. 
And he received them at their hands and fashioned it with a golden engraving tool after he made it a molten calf. And they said, These be thy gods, O Israel, which brought thee out of the land of Egypt. <laughs> and, and when Aaron saw it, he built an altar before it, and Aaron made proclamation and said, Tomorrow is a feast to the Lord. <laughs> which, which Lord are we talking about? And they rose up early in the morning and offered burnt offerings and brought peace offerings. And the people sat down and sat down to eat and to drink and rose up to play because they have made golden. And the Lord said to Moses, Go, get thee down, for thy people which thou broughtest out of the land of Egypt have corrupted themselves. They've polluted themselves. They've gone mad. <laughs> They've polluted themselves. This is all, be- and this is the life of Christians with very shallow foundation. The slightest can you see you have polluted yourself. Hitherto, the only alcohol in you was communion wine. But you see, short time you have polluted yourself cry with savannah. Now, even when you cough, when you cough, you cough savannah. When we tell you, you say, it's dry, but you can't taste it. That's which one? Is this a, no, Smenov. Savannah. Oh, okay. That's the, it's dry, but you can drink it. Wow. You have polluted yourself. I mean, one, you went to a funeral in Eastern Cape. You have polluted yourself already with fornication. Just, you went on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. By Monday, you have polluted yourself with spams. God said, look, they have polluted themselves. Hey, bring us the pollution. They have corrupted themselves. One Christmas that you went to, you have corrupted yourself. When you come back because of your, because your sins are fighting you, you grow some arrogance as a resistance. So nobody can talk to me. Suddenly you are like, but we know why you have become suddenly arrogant. Because we knew you before. You were not like that. You were not like that. We knew you as a sweet, gentle, nice brother around. So when you come and you grow the arrogance, we know that there are demons that have introduced the arrogance. Um, You can't talk to me like that. We know that, look, demons have come in. And the reason why demons came in is because sin went in and he opened the door. I mean, we know. We may not say anything, but we know. Because you were not like that. Beautiful, nice, smiling, innocent, everything. But when you come, you see you are different. I saw somebody in church uh, uh, um, last Sunday. I was asking myself, as the person, last Sunday, no, no, this, this one, the one that I... No, this Sunday that just passed. HYP Sunday. 
As I was preaching, I looked at the person and said, ah, this person, maybe he has not even bathed. So I told myself, oh, maybe he worked the rugby, he was very late. He couldn't sleep, so he woke up and he rushed to church. But really, really, oh, sin makes you look dirty. They said they have corrupted themselves. Go quickly and go and help them because they, they, have, they will become an abomination. <laughs> your, your people that you brought. Because you and them have had a meeting. They say you brought them. Go, go to them. So church of God, without a solid foundation, you will always be like a yo-yo. You go, you come. You go, you, either you go into sin, you come back, you go into sin. Today you are on fire, tomorrow you are dead wood. Today you are blazing, tomorrow you are cold. It's like that because the foundations are weak. And the Bible says, if the foundations be destroyed or the foundations have not been well built, what can the righteous do? When it says about the right, it means it's not talking about unbelievers. It's talking about Christians. What can a Christian do? Because their foundations are not good. So in the next couple of weeks, God being good, we are going to look at various foundations that you must build. So for the time that, for as much as time will allow us, at least let's look at the very first one. Foundation number one. Foundation number, the mighty foundation of the word of God. That's foundation number one. The word of God. We must all build. You see, after this happening in Exodus um, 32, when Moses came and he made peace between the people and God, the next thing God taught them was quiet time. (laughs) God said, no, no, never again shall it happen. Everybody must go and have their quiet time. Because quiet time was introduced in Exodus, like introduced properly as something that was happening. You see, sometimes things come. There are things that we do, but we will not give it as an instruction. Then it gets to a set. We feel it's a norm. Everybody, you can see, you pick it up. But it gets to a point where now you have to give it as an instruction. Because people can be looking at you and not be seeing it. Recently, I was, I was on the course with Pastor Lungani. Then he said something to me. He said, now I understand why you always do this thing. Because I'm sure all the years I've been here, he'll be wondering, ah, why does Bishop do this thing? Bishop now is some way. Yeah, I mean, everything is fine. Then he will do this thing. Everything is fine. Then he will cause a shaking. Like, ah, doesn't he like peace? Tomorrow, no, then he has, he has lit some fire in the system. But he told me, now I understand why you do these things. But it's not something I've given us an instruction. I don't think you even know it. Pastor Spa doesn't know it. Help you, Joel, maybe she can see, but she has not noticed it. But I've not given it as an instruction. But God realized that, look, these people, if you don't give it to them as an instruction... They will never notice it. They can see with their eye, but it's so he brought he introduced quiet time. So that everybody will have a strong foundation of the way. John chapter one. John chapter one. You must build your Christian life on the word of God. On the word of God. Solid foundation of the word of God. There should be nobody in this church 
who has not built a solid foundation on the word of God. He said, in the beginning, at the foundation. Remember, the foundation is the very beginning of everything. At the foundation or in the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. Verse 2. The same was in the beginning. Without him, there was nothing made. The same was in the beginning with God. Without him was nothing made that was made. Verse 4. In him was life and the life of the light of men. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness cannot hold it forth or cannot overcome it. The beginning of your Christian life, the foundation of your Christian life must be built on the word of God. You can't just build it on fables, on songs, on praise and worship. That even some of the people, we don't even understand the word. Thank God for even the new music that prophet is writing for us, which is purely the word of God. Scriptures. So that even by singing the songs, some word can go into us. Yeah, sound, uh, Psalm 1. There's a new song, Psalm 1. It's just the whole of Psalm 1. If you can, we use a song for present, you learn it, you would have learned Psalm 1. The whole chapter of Psalm 1. Once you can sing that song. And please, those of you who teach our children, teach them their songs. So that it will stay with them. Teach them the song. Because all the songs you play in your house, they know it. Why don't you play it with them so that they learn it? So that the word of God will go into them. Amen. Amen. It's a way of teaching people. Hallelujah. Can I get an amen? So let us all emphasize on the word of God as the foundation for our Christian life. If you build your Christian life on anything else, you are going to collapse eventually. Oh, the pastor is very nice. Look, are you talking about me? Or maybe you are talking about Pastor Spiway. Didn't you hear that? They said the pastor is nice, not that he will light a fire. You didn't hear that. Niceness of the pastor. I, you see, I like the choir, the way they sing. When they sing, my heart look, build your foundation, your Christian life on the word of God. On the word of God first. Go deep into the word of God first. And then like the choir after that. Oh, I really like the pastor so much. Yes, after the word of God, like the pastor. It's not a problem. Liking the pastor is not a problem, but that cannot be the foundation. Of your Christian life. Yeah. That cannot be. There are many people who don't have their quiet time. Unfortunately. Many people in the church. Don't, you don't read the Bible. You don't have a habit of reading the Bible every day. Like you take the Bible. Then you read. You take the Bible. Then you read. Every day. You've not built that habit. The only time we hear the word of God is when we come to church on Sunday. Now how can you build a foundation once a week? Once a week. Sunday and Tuesday. No, that's why, that's why when we talk, the word doesn't come out of us. You won't make a scripture reference to anything. You just talk. I told my church members on Sunday, some of the ladies, is just lips, hips, and fingertips. That's all. That's all. Yeah, that's all. Hips, lips, and fingertips. That's all. I mean, when we put you there, we shake you. That's all that is. That's all. 
Hebrews 11, verse 3. Bible says, by faith we believe that the foundations of the world were framed by the word of God. The whole world was built by, it says, through faith we understand that the worlds were founded or framed by the word of God so that the things which are, are seen were not made of things that do appear. The whole world was framed on the word of God. The foundation of this world is the word of God. And you don't want to build your foundation on the word of God. Ask me, I've done it because I think the world said, look, what does the Bible say? Okay, good. What L.P. Joel said, where is it in the Bible? Go into the Bible so that the Bible is the reason why you are obeying what L.P. Joel said. Remember as pastors, we are helpers of your faith. I said what? We are helpers of your faith. So our job is to build, is to, is to highlight what you have seen in the Bible. Yeah, we are not a substitute too. Neither are we the foundation to your Christian life. Ah. If Moses, God say he's not, then you. Do you know, I'm coming to tell you who Moses is. <laughs> so take the word of God seriously. Believe it. I wrote seven things you can do with the word of God. Read it, believe it, obey it, practice it, live it, study it, and preach it. Read it. Believe it, obey it, live it, study it, have I skipped anything, and preach it. Practice it. Live it. First start by reading it. Start by reading it. When you read it, believe it. After you have believed it, obey it. Because what's the proof that you believe it? Obey it. After you obey, practice it. It's like it becomes your practice. It's something you do because the word of God is not something we obey once off. You obey today, then you are done. No, no, no. Practice it becomes your way of living. Then what? Live it. That you live. When we see you, it's like we, we're looking at you, it's like we are reading the Bible. Yeah. When we look at you, it's like we are reading the Bible. When we read the Bible and then we look at you, because. This is what the Bible is saying. When we read about love and we see you, say, uh-huh, this is what the Bible is saying. Live it. Become an embodiment of it. Study it. Because sometimes a little deeper will help. Before even preaching it. Before even preaching is the last. Joshua, let's look at Joshua and then we close. Joshua, you know, Joshua took over from Moses, Joshua chapter 1. Joshua took over from Moses when Moses died. So Joshua 1, 1, the Bible tells us, God spoke to Joshua after Moses died. Now, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spake unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' minister. Okay? So when Moses died... God still needed the people to get to the promised land. 
And remember, Joshua was boasting some time ago when they went to spy the land. We can make it. Joshua and Caleb, remember those? said, we can make it. We will go there. So now it's time to make it. But you would realize that Moses was not a simple man of God at all. No, 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 no. I mean, wild, very wild man of God. Such that to replace Moses was not a simple thing at all. No, 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 it's not easy to... Moses. Moses, after they did this golden calf and Moses came from the mountain, they saw the glory of God on Moses. They said, look, this God is too wild. You, Moses, only you go and talk to God. In fact, before even they said that, they couldn't look at him. So they put a veil between themselves and Moses. So Moses should be on the other side, and then the veil is here. So they stand here. Then they talk to Moses. Yes, hello, Moses. Yeah, uh, thank you. God bless you. Uh-huh. Like, they couldn't look at him. That's how massive Moses was. Yeah. Even when Moses died, the angel, I think Gabriel or Michael, Jude, Michael came to take the Moses' body. Because one of the problems that would have come was that the people would, would make Moses into a god. Yeah, that's how powerful he was. It's like Moses can easily become a god. They would, they, they would deify him, which is to make him into a god. Turn him into a deity. So because of that, God said, no, no, no. Moses, we can't, Moses cannot have a tomb. He cannot have a, no, 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 no. no. We just take him, his body. Yeah. You see, when the Americans killed Osama bin Laden, this is the reason why they, they bent him and scattered his body, his remains in an unknown location in the sea. Because it was not just killing him, because if they kill him and they leave him there, the people will use his body and make a shrine and mortify him. Like, like no, not, not mortify. Mortify is not the right way. Make him a god. Immortalizing, that's the word I'm looking. Immortalizing. Immortalizing. So they bent him in there, they bent him, and then they scattered his body. We all don't know where they scattered, they scattered the ashes. So you can't go, even if it's in the sea, the sea has mixed it to everywhere. So you have no particular place to go to and say, There lieth Osamai. Do you know Osamai? Osamai bin Laden. Yeah, no, 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 no. The same was Moses. That's how powerful he was. So it's like, let's not leave the, thing, the, the body behind. Even Satan came to fight over Moses' body. Satan even wanted Moses' body. It's not only the people who would have wanted Moses' body. Satan also wanted Moses' body. That's how massive Moses was. Massive. And Moses pre- predicted that when Christ comes, he will be a prophet like he, Moses. Like when we are talking of high level prophets, highest level, when Jesus comes, this is the highest level of being a prophet, and he will be like Moses. Yeah. Moses, a prophet, he said, a prophet like Moses. So Moses, Moses is like the prototype, the quintessential, the benchmark, the blueprint of a prophet. Yeah. I don't think there's anybody in the Bible that God spoke to more than Moses. Apart from the fact that God said, I speak to him face to face, mouth to mouth. 
I don't think there's anybody in the Bible that you see, and the Lord said, and the Lord spake unto, and the Lord Moses. Yeah, powerful guy. Then here comes Joshua. He's coming to take over from this powerful guy. How is he, what is he going to tell the people? How is he even going to lead the people? So verse 7, God had to encourage him. God said, look, you can make it. But all you, all you have to do, be strong, be thou strong and very courageous that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is in the law. Which Moses, my servant, commanded thee, turn not from it to the right hand or to the left hand, that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. So you will prosper everywhere you go. Then he gives him a very important commandment, which is what he said, this book of the law, this book, the word of God, shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest to observe, to do according to as it's written in it. All that is written in it. Then you will make your way prosperous. Then you will have good success. You don't want to read the Bible. How are you going to succeed? How are you going to do anything for God? The last time you read the Bible was the last time you came to church 72 hours ago. Seventy-two hours ago. Which Bible do you have? You say I have the carter. Which Bible is the carter? Even Tekata is not a Bible. It's a Bible app. So with Bible inside the Tekata, you don't even know the Bible you are reading. I say you don't even know the Bible that you are reading. Hey. Let us begin to build a solid foundation. And the only way you can, you can build is to read the Bible. I can't read the Bible for you. see, listening to messages being preached to, they are just extra. They are based on, they're based on the, 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 the assumption that you have read the Bible for yourself. As I'm preaching today, it's based on the assumption that you have read the Bible for yourself. If I ask you right now, where was your quiet time today? We will have a problem. You will say that because we are talking about security, I'm targeting you. That I want to start a fire. Yeah. That which, 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 where was your quiet time from today? Some of you too, you are into just bullet, 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 bullet quiet time. Bullet Bible readings. Bullet. Yeah, I went to school with a guy called Bullet. <laughs> bullet. Some of you are into bullet. It's like <laughs> it's like you are shooting one 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 shot a day. Pew! Then there you are go. Yeah. John eleven thirty five. Jesus wept. Then you wake up. Then you are going. Have you read your Bible today? Yes. What did you read? John eleven thirty five. Jesus wept. Now Jesus wept. What does it mean to you? Remember, God told, told Joshua, the book will not depart from you. Meditate day and night. Observe to do all that is written. So, Jesus wept, what are you going to do? The whole day you'll be using emoji, 
The one that the, the, the guy is crying. Let's learn to read the Bible. Let's learn to read the Bible. Take the Bible and read it. The Bible is very interesting. Take it and read it. Why can't you read a chapter of the Bible a day? What's wrong? Meanwhile, you can read WhatsApp messages. Read more. Read more. Read more. Read more. iPhone 15. Look at how Pro Max. Look at how big the screen is. You can, it can, the message can fill the screen. And then say read more. Then you click the blue read more. Then you are scrolling. There's like plenty like that. Yet you won't take the Bible, the book of the law, to read. Just read. Read it. Some of you even start a story. You can see that this scripture you are reading is a story. You won't finish the story. Just read part of it, then you stop. Bullets. I said, what is the guy's name? Bullet. Yeah. <laughs> like, and you always choose the shortest scriptures. John 10, 30, I and the Father are one. <laughs> yes, you choose from... <laughs> First Thessalonians 5. Yeah. Rejoice evermore. Pray without ceasing. <laughs> Quench not the spirit. Bullets. But begin to take the Bible and read the Bible. Take the Bible and read it. Read it. Read it. You know, when we were in Cape Town, Ruti told us and said, sometimes if you read the Bible, it's like you can't even remember what you are reading. But keep reading it. You'll be surprised that one day you will remember. You will remember. Just keep reading it. One day you will remember. Yeah. One day you will remember. Read the Bible. Ah, you can watch series. They will shoot people. Ah. Even some of you know the number of people who have been killed in John Wick. You know, you have counted them. The number of people who were killed in John Wick 1, the number of people who were killed in John Wick, the, the mortality rate, John Wick 2, John Wick 3, John Wick 4. But you won't read the Bible. You won't take the Bible and say, I'm reading about creation. Or I'm reading about Noah. Or I'm reading about Abraham. Or I'm reading about... Isaac, I'm reading about Jacob, I'm reading about Joseph, then you are just reading. No. If you try at all, bullet. <laughs> yeah. Let him that stole steal no more. <laughs> That's what Ephesians 4.28. Meanwhile, you are still stealing. From today, 
let us make a U-turn that we are building solidly on the word of God. Solidly on the word of God. Solidly on the word of God. Remember the Bible told us that two people went to build. One dug deep a foundation and the other one just built. And then when he dug, he found a rock. He built upon the rock. Then the winds blew against it. Blew against the rocky house. Blew against the other house, the sandy house. But the sandy house fell down. But the one who had founded his house on the word of God, he was just there solid. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine, doeth, he is likened unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. The rock he's talking about is the word that he has spoken. He said, anyone who hears what I'm saying, that's the word. This is Jesus talking. May your Christian life be built on a rock in the name of Jesus. May God create an appetite in us all for the word of God. A special desire for the word of God. Oh, yes. Recently, I found an app that when you use it for your quiet time, after the quiet time, there's a short podcast. It's like a recap. A short, short, maybe sometimes five minutes, sometimes three minutes, sometimes ten minutes. Podcast of what you have read. So it's, it's a lady. She'll just go through the things, the highlights of what you are read. And the intention is that when you are moving around during the day, you have some small time, you just play it. Then it reminds you of the things you have read, like that till the day ends. It's not like one hour or no, 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 just five minutes. I said, Wow, nice podcast. I call Pastor Lungan. I said, There's a podcast, try it. You may find it, you may enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. I hope your phone can do it though. Anyway. No, I think it's called Bible Recap. Bible Recap or something. Recap. Yeah. Check it and see. Just read. Then he gives you a short. So it's like, it's, it's almost like it's the, what you have, a summary of what you have read to go with you because you can't sit there and start reading. You have read two chapters. So when you are there, you just have some small break. You play it. Then he reminds you that you read this, you read this. He, he talked about it, he talked about it, he talked about this. Then And he, and he gives a little history Bible, it's like a small Bible commentary in addition to what you are reading. To remind you throughout the day. May God give you an appetite for his word. Not only appetite for putu. Look, I was talking to a wife, I think it was after church, like this, and then, or something. It was, and I said, oh, look, let me leave you to go and make food, because I'm sure your husband is asking for putu. She said to me, the putu is already ready. <laughs> the putu without fail is always there. Now let's have the word of God without fail. Without fail. Always there. Always there. Always there. That you don't step out of your house when you have not read the Bible. Yeah, when you have not read the Bible. Yeah, and I believe that as we do it, foundation on the word of God will deepen. Yeah, will deepen. Remember I said all these reading books, reading, listening to message, they are all based on the assumption that you read the Bible. At least basic quiet time. You have it. Most of these things are for spiritual people. 
So if you are not spiritual, they don't benefit you. They don't. Once a while, tickle your fancies here because you are fighting with your enemy. Then the pastor is also talking about curses. They say, Ah! Cursed be this guy! Because the pastor is talking about curses. So it tickles your fancies. It works for you on that day. Hmm. You say, my mama, I love this man of God. I like the way he can release the curses on thieves. Because you went to work and you realized that somebody has stolen your coffee from your desk. So as he's cursing thieves, you say, ah, I can feel it, I can feel it. God, God, God. No, no. Read the Bible yourself. <laughs> Read the Bible yourself. And I believe that our foundation will go to Stamp to your feet. Let's bring the service to a close. God willing, next week we'll have time to look at a couple more. Lift your hands and pray for yourself just shortly for a desire for the word of God. A desire for the word of God. A desire. An appetite. A desire. Give me a desire, Lord. For the word of God. From today. That your desire will increase. That you will hunger and thirst. For God's word. You will hunger and thirst for God's word. You will hunger and thirst for God's word. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lord, create a burning in our hearts for your word. For your word. For your word. For your word. Through daily quiet help us to read it. Let us believe it. Let us obey. Let us practice it. Let us live it. Let us study it. And let us preach it. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. That will make our way prosperous and will have good success. That our lives will be built on a rock. A solid foundation, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Make every single one of us avid readers of your word. Of your word. Of your word. Of your word. In the name of Jesus. Of your word, Lord. In the name of Jesus. We bless you. We thank you. We glorify you. In the name of Jesus. Father. Thank you for every ear that is listening to me tonight. We pray in the name of Jesus that you will bless each and every one with a hunger and a thirst for you through your word. Through your word. Let us burn, let us yearn, let us be hungry for your word, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Each time we open the Bible, Holy Spirit, show us great and mighty things that we don't know about. Give us knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. Give us knowledge, wisdom, and understanding that will make us love you more. Love you more, oh God. Let this knowledge and understanding not puff us up, Lord, but rather draw us closer and closer to you and make us more and more like you. Lead us and guide us through your way in the name of Jesus. We bless you. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. Maybe you are watching me tonight. You want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. I want Jesus to come into my heart. 
I want to start a relationship with the Lord. I repent of my sins and all my wrongdoings. And I want Jesus to come into my heart. Pray this prayer with me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, Dear Lord Jesus, please come into my heart. Please come in. I accept. That I'm, a sinner. that I'm a sinner. Please forgive me Please forgive of all my sins. All my I, believe sins. I believe that you died for me died and, you and you rose again. I confess, I confess that you are the Lord of my life from today. I give you my soul. I give you, I give you my spirit. I give you, I give you my heart. I give you Use me Use to, your glory. to your glory. In Jesus' name. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Why don't you appreciate the Lord quickly? Hallelujah. You may be seated. All right. Ask your neighbor what scripture is guiding you. You must have a scripture for everything you are doing. I said you must have a scripture for what you are doing. Yeah. You shouldn't just be doing because it looks cool. Because it looks cool. Have a scripture, Bible base. Maybe you realize you are doing something. Go and look in the Bible, what the Bible says about that thing. So that that becomes the foundational basis. Yeah. Foundation. But, but I love my wife because she's beautiful. Look. <laughs> look. Look, we know she's beautiful. But love her because the word of God instructs us to do so. Yeah. Love her because the word of God says so. Not because of hips, lips, and fingertips. Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.